Hello and welcome back to Make It Happen Today. So if you're watching me on YouTube, I'm a little bit disheveled today. <laughs> so I apologize about the little bit of crazy hair and everything going on. If you're on the podcast, then that's good for you. You can't see me. I've had a day of it, honestly. It's half nine at night and I'm recording the podcast because honestly, I haven't sat down since half past six this morning. It's been school runs and viewing secondary schools for anybody that has kids in year six. What a headache. There's so much to do and think about. Um, cook dinner for the family, laundry. And then I've just been to college for three hours. The kids are in bed, the boyfriend's at football, and now it's time to record my podcast and deliver for you guys. So yeah, thank you for listening to me rambling. I'm hoping today's episode will help you if you are in business or maybe you're an entrepreneur and the same tips that I'm going to deliver today hopefully will help you for any events that you're going to go to. So I wanted to talk about how to get back to networking now that lockdown really has been over for a while and the events are starting to come back in lots of different areas. I've been seeing signs up for wedding fairs. I know for me, there's been a couple of events now that I have unfortunately missed. So I can relate to what it's like to attend an event, but now lockdown is over. Obviously we've had a couple of years of really not attending anything. You know, no one's been doing any Christmas fairs or market stalls or anything like that. You know, all of that's been gone for almost two years now. So people that relied on that to get new business, have really not had to do that for a while. And I think the thought of going back to an event where there's maybe a few hundred people um in attendance or you're running a, a booth like an exhibition booth or even just a pop-up stand and you sell cakes or you sell Christmas trinkets I mean whatever it is the concept is still the same you're now going to an event where there's a few hundred or maybe even a few thousand people the events in my industry are a few thousand people and honestly it can be quite daunting even at the best of times and when We've spent two years not really being around a lot of people. I know that I've people I've spoken to have suffered a little bit with anxiety of getting back to events. So I just want to talk about a few tips for business in general. So whether you're running your own business and looking to get some booths somewhere. So maybe, like I said, you're selling something at Christmas Maybe you do hair and so you're going to go to a wedding fair or maybe you're going to go to a corporate exhibition. So whatever your niche is, I think um, these tips can help you definitely plan your day and make, make it successful. So when I first started doing these events way back in 2006 was my first one. And if you can believe they sent me to Vegas for it, which I went to Vegas, all expenses paid. It was incredible. It was so scary. Honestly, it was so scary. One, the element of traveling, which is a whole other episode. But two, just walking into an event where there's all these booths there and thinking, now what the hell do I do? How do I tackle this? It's something that I think we all face, especially if it's the first time. Maybe you're one of these people that are shy 
a lot of us are. A lot of us are shy of meeting new people. A lot of us are anxious for big crowds and for walking in somewhere where we don't know anybody. You know, how many of us go to a bar and we prearrange where we're meeting? Meet outside. I don't want to go in without you. Or call me when you have a table and let me know where you are. I'm walking in now. Stand up and wave at me. You know, we all have different anxieties about these events. So I think the number one tip, the first tip I have, and I have five, the number one is to plan ahead. So if you are attending an event uh, rather than exhibiting, slightly different, if you are attending an event, plan your meetings. So look at your contacts, reach out to your clients who is attending. So who do you want to meet, right? Because when I first started attending events, my bosses looked at to me to fill my entire schedule. So if it's a two-day event, they want me to have back-to-back meetings, almost no breathing space in between. And honestly, it was exhausting doing back-to-back meetings for eight hours, trying to cram 15 to 20 meetings in a day. It was such hard work and so exhausting. But you need, it's something that I have learned over the years. So it's quant, uh, quality, sorry, rather than quantity. So make sure that when you are planning your schedule, think about who do you want to meet? Who are you going to get the most value out of meeting? Now you will, as you become more established, or maybe you're already established, people will contact you and ask you to meet because they too are filling their schedule. Their bosses are on their ass. They need to be seen to be doing something if they're attending an event. If you're not sure that it's relevant for you, ask them what they want to talk about. Ask them, hey, do you have an agenda? Do you have a new product to show me? Do you know what you want to get out of the meeting? Because your time is valuable. So if you're meeting for the sake of a meeting and you don't really know why, tell them to follow up on email or tell them you would rather do it over Skype because honestly, your paying clients are the ones that are taking your time. So don't be afraid to be a little bit selfish with that. Now, if you have a booth and you're exhibiting, the similar rules apply. So if you already have a client base that you know is attending, Do the same thing, scheduling your most important must-see clients, schedule them in first. If you are um, are going to somewhere that's brand new and you don't really know who's going to be there, so you're doing something, you're selling a product perhaps, and you have no idea who's going to attend, we can come on to that. In my third point, I think it'll be more relevant for you, but you might still want to maybe arrange meetings with some of your suppliers if you think they're going to be there. So make sure you reach out to your clients first and get those scheduled in your diary. Then I would suggest you use LinkedIn. So have a look at who is attending. So use LinkedIn, maybe put a post up on LinkedIn and say that you're attending the event. Have a look if there's an event page on LinkedIn or even look for the organizers. So there might be an an event specific page or maybe you could go to the organizers and have a look if there's maybe some connections there. You think, ah, I've been trying to get hold of that company. Reach out to them. Go on Facebook. So many of the events are now on Facebook. So there'll be a Christmas market in your town. They'll have a Facebook page to advertise. 
there's an event in your industry, I'm almost certain there'll be a Facebook page. I know for us in, in the gambling industry, there always is an event page. And have a look at who the attendees are. See if you can scroll through, recognize any of the names, drop them a line and just say, hey, just saw you attending. Fancy a meeting. I would like to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. And try and be specific with them as well, because don't forget, if you're streamlining who you're meeting, you're guaranteed that they're also going to be streamlining who they're meeting. So be specific when you're asking them for a meeting. I would like to discuss our contract. I would like to discuss doing business with you. I would like to showcase our new product. So be specific when you're asking them for a meeting. Or the alternative is maybe have a look at who has been released as attending. So maybe the organizers have put out a press release who's attending the event. Maybe you can contact the organizers and ask them if they can send you the list. They might not. They might, they might say, okay, I can send you the company names. They might not send you the actual attendees. So it might be worth having a look at that. And have a look at the event website as well, because quite often they want to showcase who's attending because they want people to, to come, right? They want the visitors. So they're also going to showcase which companies are there, big and small. They're going to have a section on the event website. So check that out. See if there's companies you recognize. Do Spend a bit of time, do a bit of research, and it really does pay off. It makes your time really valuable, and you're meeting the people that are important to you. So that it's really, really important to, to plan those meetings. The second point, which kind of contradicts the first, but is super important, is to allow some free time. Now, this is just something of my... 16 years experience of attending events and I have probably attended five six seven events a year for 16 years minus COVID um, and I found that at the start of attending all of the events like I mentioned my schedule was full every single day there's no wiggle room there's no room to pencil someone in that you didn't know was attending and you saw them walking towards you there's no time to pencil in someone you met at dinner. There's no time. There's no free time. So my suggestion would be when you're planning your meetings, either leave a couple of hours at the end of the day or plan everything. If it's a two day event, plan everything for the first day and potentially the second day morning and leave the afternoon free. Just be very strategic or pencil like if you want meetings every half an hour, pencil them at 10, 11, 12, 1, but with a 30 minute gap so that actually you've got a meeting every hour, but they're only 30 minutes long. So you've got 30 minutes in between them. So that's my suggestion because you don't know who you're going to meet at the event that you're going to want to spend some time with. And if your schedule is chock-a-block, you have no wiggle room and you're going to miss potentially valuable business so leave some free time and it's up to you I given a couple of suggestions either a block of time at the end of each day or the second day afternoon or maybe the first day afternoon actually because everyone's knackered the second day <laughs> but um or leave gaps in between your suggested meeting times so there's a bit of gap and then obviously a day or two before 
the event, just start filling those slots, but make sure you leave a handful. Honestly, you meet so many people at these events and you'll kick yourself if you don't have any free time. Uh, my third tip is a little bit related to planning your meetings, but it's putting yourself out there on social media. So put a post up on your own social media if you use that for networking. Maybe you've got a Christmas pajama website or a Christmas pajama profile on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Like put your post up there. Put your business up there. Let them know where they can find you. Let them know where you're going. Ask who's attending. You can use social media. You can use Telegram. I've got a Telegram account. I don't use it very often, but I, I see all the posts coming in. So if something's relevant, I'll post up there. Maybe the event has a networking tool. So a lot of the big corporations will host a networking tool, which they provide access to all of the attendees. Put a post up there. Have a look through the app and see who's going, see who's registered. Drop them some messages. So don't be afraid to announce who you are as well. Hi, I'm Claire. I work for this company and this is what I'm bringing to the table this week. So this is what I'm attending the event. This is why I'm going. And I would love to meet with you if you are an entrepreneur like me. I would love to meet with you. If you are traveling alone and it's your first event, it's my first event too, feel free to drop me a line and let's have a coffee. Whatever it is, put it out there. My name's Claire and I'm a marketing manager and I am interested in people that have uh, casino traffic. So that would be relevant to me in my gambling industry. So be specific. You know, my name's Claire and I'm a wedding hairdresser. I'm attending the event. Would love to meet with any brides that are looking to have their hair done at their wedding next year. So be specific, put it out there, who you are. I think that's one way of just showing who you are. It's one way of being present. And honestly, people will see that and they may not respond, but when you're walking the event and they see your face, it might resonate with them. They might remember and go, ah, that was the person that put a post up about them being uh, looking for casino traffic, for example, if I relate it to myself, let me stop her and talk to her. Let me get her business card. Let me see if she's got 20 minutes to have a chat. So it's always worth these little things. It takes just a millisecond to do it out of your day. And you never know what you might get out of it. You never know who's looking, who might be your next big client. Maybe you find a supplier that does it half the price of what you're currently using because you got a Wilco to buy something, you know, your water bottles that you design uh, in the Love Island style or your Christmas jumpers that you personalize, you know, and you go to Matalan and get them. Maybe you find a supplier just by putting your post up there. So just think there's always opportunities. It's just trying to find those. So definitely put yourself out there. My fourth tip is to take business cards and lots of them. Business cards, a notebook and a pen. Now these are the biggest things that you will use while you're there. When you meet anybody, just even if you're not sure it's gonna be relevant, just so they remember you, give them your card. Maybe they might need you down the line. 
maybe they might have a friend or a colleague or an associate that actually it's more relevant for. They'll just hand your card over. So make sure you always have a ton, ton, ton of cards. And a notebook and a pen seems obvious. I obviously for the meetings. However, I would write on the business card. So when I would speak to somebody in the middle of the conference, they might stop me or I might stop them. Their name badge looks interesting or I heard them having a conversation and I was earwigging and I'm, you know, trying to stop them and do business with them. I would write on their business card a really quick, like even if it's two bullet points, casino traffic or email marketing or um, supplier of X, Y, and Z. Because if you've got a successful event and you walk away with a stack of cards, you have to remember (laughs) every single conversation you've had with every single one of those 30 or 40 or 50 cards. You know, if you're an exhibitor, you're going to have a lot of those cards because everyone's going to come. They're going to give their card, ask you to follow up. You're not going to remember everybody. It's exhausting, these events. Rewarding, but exhausting. So my tip is write on the business card a little snippet. If you've had a bigger conversation, I shake their hand. I thank them for meeting them, thank them for the conversation. I go around the corner, I get out my notebook and (laughs) write everything in my notebook just so I can remember if it's too much info for your business card, which sometimes the conversations are, sometimes it's too much. And you know, it's day one in the morning, you're going to meet 50, 60, 200 more people. You're not going to remember in three days when you're back in the office, every single conversation you've had, it's impossible. Um, So that's where the notebook comes in. You just make a few quick notes and tuck in the business card and you're done. Um, That's a tip that I'd like to share. It's something that I learned that was so useful and saved me. I actually used to know a guy that would take a photo with everybody that he had a meeting with so that and he would write on the business card like number one number two number three and so when he went through his camera roll he could remember from the photo the conversation that was had because people are very visual so a lot of people will remember perhaps where they met you they might remember the conversation or something quirky you told them but they might forget your name which isn't it you know it happens all the time I'm guilty of that sometimes Um, So that was one tip that he used to do. It was a bit quirky, but it worked for him. And he remembered people that way by taking their photo and writing it on the card. And and yeah, good hands hands down to him. It worked. And uh, I'm not going to knock that. Um, And my last tip is to try and event, try and attend, my apologies, um, any networking events. So it is scary, like I said at the start, it can be really scary, especially if you're going to something on your own. And I am really confident and I try and put myself out there and I try and be confident. If I see other people standing on their own looking a nervous wreck, I try and talk to them and not because I have this super amazing personality and I think everyone wants to talk to me. It's just because I understand that feeling. And and also I don't want to be on my own. I went into an event once and I think there was two women and a hundred men and I was just like shit now what do I do and I was so scared and honestly I looked around the room I went to the bar like you do I got a drink and I just sussed it for a minute and found the two friendliest faces that I thought and it worked in my favor actually because um 
they ended up, I think one I ended up getting a speaking gig and the other one I ended up writing some editorial for him. It was a publication. So it was an amazing thing to do, but they just hadn't kind faces. So I just picked two out of the crowd and joined there. Hi, can I join your conversation, please? I don't know anybody. And it worked in my favor. So further down the line, then it helped me in business. But try and event, uh, and attend them. Try and be a yes person. Try and say, yes, I would love to attend your dinner. Yes, I would love to join you for drinks. Yes, I, I will attend the networking event tonight. Um, and just put yourself out there. I mean, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? What is it? What, what is the worst thing that would happen if you said yes? Just think about that. You might fall as you walk in the event. <laughs> I'm only joking. But that would be the worst thing. The best scenario is that you walk in there and walk out with a friend, with a new job, with a new contact, with building on your reputation. So you're building your reputation in the industry. And it can do nothing but grow your career. No matter which industry you're in, if you're putting yourself out there, if you're going to these events, people are going to start recognizing your face. They're going to start remembering you. They're going to start inviting you. And some of my best relationships and some of my best business clients have come from these networking events and from dinner. Now, they're more informal they're more relaxed. You give out still business cards and things like that, but it is more informal. So people are more likely to open up and that's where you build that trust and that's where you build that reputation of um, hopefully not a drunk. <laughs> it depends where you're at, but hopefully you're building that um, kind of relationship with the people that you're meeting. So they see the business side of you. And then you're going, okay, how was today for you? How did you find it? And, and with that, they're going to introduce you to other people because they're going to have a circle that they know. And so if you're chatting with them, you ultimately then meet more people. They'll introduce you to more people. And so as the events go on, the circle of people that you know will continue to grow. And therefore, the opportunity for business will continue to grow. And this is where your opportunities, where your business, where your sales, all of that is going to continue to get better and better and better. And it's all from putting yourself out there. It's all from saying yes to an event. It's all from paying attention and just the little things. You know, I've even written on cards before They've told me something significant about their family. You know, I have to go home because it's my son's birthday tomorrow. I'll write that down. And so when I send the follow-up email, hey, nice to meet you. I hope you made it back in time for your son's birthday. Those are the things that people remember. Those are the things that give you the advantage over 20 other sales managers that they've met or 20 other accountants that, that you know, if you're an accountant or you're a hairdresser or whatever you're doing, those little personal touches when are the things that elevate you above everybody else. So just try and pay attention to the things that people wouldn't necessarily think of. 
or if you saw someone limping because they had a bad back or something from the event or the hotel bed was terrible and they've got a bad back make a note so when you follow up how's your back doing how you know I hope everything the travel was okay on the way back and you've managed to see a doctor those little tiny things that mean nothing to most people are the things that elevate you on top of everybody else they've met. So don't forget the, the little things. Um, and things like if you've attended drinks and you think it's a really important client or somebody introduces you to somebody that's got, given you a new job, try and get their address or whatever and send them a bouquet of flowers or whatever it is, or just send them a thank you note, send them a thank you card. What you did for me was really helpful. It's got me a new job or it's opened a new door, whatever it is, you know, just never forget those things because people don't forget good people. And honestly, I've learned that so much through the years and it's really invaluable at building a great network to build your business. And that was my five tips, but I'll finish on this one. So if you are... You followed all of my tips, all of my five tips, the planning your meetings, allowing the free time, putting it out there on social media that you're attending, business cards, taking lots of business cards and notes and trying to attend the events. So you followed all of my steps. You're ready to go. You're still a nervous wreck. Fake it till you make it. That's the motto of my life. Just fake it till you make it. Dress for the job. Smile. And even if you're nervous as hell, don't let it show. Even if you need to go to the bathroom and just take a minute, just go for it. Dress the part, smile, act like you know what you're talking about. Even if you're unsure, just fake it till you make it. And honestly, you will get through the event. It will be a success and you'll walk away stronger, calmer, and more confident about your future. And hopefully it opens up many doors for you along the way. So I hope you've enjoyed my tips today and my ramblings. It is late, it's now 10. So I'm sorry if uh, you're watching me on YouTube and I'm looking a bit tired. Um, so let me know your events. I would love to know what kind of events you attend. I would love to know if you have any other tips, because there's lots that we could share about the events, I thought those were the main ones based on my 16 years experience. But if you have any other tips you want to share with our listeners, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. So drop us a line. I would love to hear from you as always. And thank you for tuning in. I will see you again next week.